Trapped Among the Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreys, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings in the world of Umphreys helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jehemiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted about the Brendan and Jake 2020 holiday show that was live streamed on December 12th. If you missed all that went down during each of the guys' hour-long set. There is a link in the show notes where you can give it a listen. This week is the last podcast episode of 2020. And just even saying that just gives me goosebumps. Um, I'll be reflecting back on everything that the band was up to this year, including the shows that were played before the world came to a stop in March. Everything that the band did after having to completely change their 2020 plans. And I'll also go through all the conversations that I had on the show this year and a bunch more. Even though the year looked a lot different than we all thought it was going to, there was still a lot that happened in the world of Umphreys and lots that happened here on the show. Some, I will admit, looking back, I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. So I wanted to talk all about it again to not only refresh my memory, but yours too. And also to remember some good stuff about this year. Before we get into that, some news and updates real quick. If you've been listening to the show the past few weeks, perhaps you heard an ad for the Save Our Stages Act And there is some good news to pass along about that. Both houses of Congress finally reached an agreement for a $900 billion stimulus deal on December 20th, allowing for a potential sigh of relief for millions of Americans across the country who have been waiting for more financial support from the federal government. The bill, which will likely receive a final vote on Monday the 21st before being signed into law, will also include $15 billion in aid meant for live venues, independent music theaters, and cultural institutions. Those funds, which will be in the form of a grant that does not need to be repaid rather than a loan, can only be used to cover operating costs like rent, utilities, payroll, as well as PPE and social distancing measures. The president of the National Independent Venue Association and chief executive of First Avenue Productions, Dana Frank, released a statement that said, We're thrilled that Congress has heard the call of shuttered independent venues across the country and provided us a critical lifeline by including the Save Our Stages Act in the COVID-19 relief bill. 
We're also incredibly grateful that this bill provides pandemic unemployment assistance, which will help the millions of people who lost their jobs through no fault of their own during this economic crisis. We urge swift passage of this legislation, which will assist those in the greatest need and ensure the music lives on for generations to come. So some very, very good news for the live music venues that we all love so much. Thank you to everyone that worked so tirelessly to push to make this happen. This is going to benefit so many people and venues and help ensure we have some venues to come back to when we can see live music together again. There is a link in the show notes where you can find out more about Neva and the Save Our Stages Act. Also, um, some other real quick news. The band recently announced a cancellation for their rescheduled show at the Coca-Cola Roxy in Atlanta, Georgia on May 21st and 22nd. 2021. Ticket holders are being notified via email, and if you have any questions, reach out to where you bought your tickets. small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele? Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit E-Magazine help you get the word out. With ad space in monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots on the podcast, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, guest spots on the show, and more, Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit can help you reach tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umps family. Email draftamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com or conduitemagazine at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more about the amazing packages we offer. All right, so let's get to everything that went down in 2020. For the podcast, it started with a rebrand and a new name. Formerly known as the Umfreak Parents Podcast, the show became Dropped Among This Crowd in January of 2020. That was very exciting, and the response was overwhelming. Everybody was so stoked when I unveiled the new name. And also with the rebrand and new name, a bunch of merch was released for the first time, and I opened an Etsy store. So check that out if you haven't already. And there are some really rad things coming in 2021, and I'm very excited to release those to you guys. Music-wise, Umphreys McGee did play some live shows in 2020 before everything came to a screeching halt. 21 shows and two UM VIP sets. 
And the year seemed like it was going to be an incredible year. The places that the band had on the calendar to play, um, including obviously the Caverns and Iceland and so many other things I'm sure that they had up their sleeve for the year. Um, But they did start out 2020 with two nights at the Beacon Theater. A recap of that can be found in episode 87. They did a killer Northeast run in January, episode 88, 89, and 90. Two nights at the Fillmore in Detroit, episode 91. Graceland and the show I mentioned at the cave, at the Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee, episode 92. Of course, the incredible Valentine's weekend with Billy Strings opening in Asheville, North Carolina, That can be found in episode 94. And, of course, the three nights at the Belly Up in Aspen. That can be found in episode 98. And, of course, all the other stops in between those shows that I mentioned. There's links for all of the episodes if you wanted to go back and listen to those. And I also threw a link in the show notes to my 2020 Hall of Fame list. I mean, who knows if they're going to do a Hall of Fame for this year. Honestly, there is definitely enough material to choose from to make an album. So they very well might. Um, But anyway, I made a list and you can find it in the show notes if you want to listen to that. Obviously, with everything changing in March and the band no longer being able to tour and the trip to Iceland having to be canceled for now and, you know, trying to get through the initial shock of our trip not happening. The band had to figure out something else. And even though we didn't get music the way we're used to, we were not lacking in any way. I mean, in fact, I'd say we're pretty spoiled as fans. And I thought that anyways, before everything happened. Um, But definitely now, I really feel like we're spoiled I don't follow any other band um, the way that I do Umphreys McGee, Um, but I really don't think that a lot of other bands were doing what the guys in Umphreys have done over the past few months. I mean, we had Why Not with Bayless and the amazing Annie. For a little while, there was weekly Uh, showings of that they were coming on like every Friday and the covers and the banter and the late night Instagram lives I mean it was awesome all that by itself was just a treat for 2020 there were some weeks when watching that why not really helped because the week was just so heavy there in the beginning so very grateful for Bayless and Annie Anyways, but especially in the beginning there, it was so awesome to have them coming into our living room every week. And then we had Joel, who was first playing uh, Wednesday nights and then recently moved to Fridays, switching off every other week with Bayless. And he set up in his garden shed thing out, you know, behind his house and came to our living rooms, courageously taking on Umphrey's originals and covers that he'd never played before. And Joel told me that a list of 25 songs that he had when quarantine started has grown to over 150 now. That's just, that's pretty incredible. Like, that's really awesome, Joel. Like, fuck yeah, dude. 
Joel also gave us Joel Bowl 2020 in lieu of the return of Umbowl having to be rescheduled. Episode 102 will jog your memory about that evening. Then, of course, the guys did get back together June 10th and 11th. They were at Jake's Boondock Studio in Niles, Michigan, giving us two nights of the live stream that we really, 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 really needed. (laughs) Episode 108 will take you back to those two wonderful nights. And still thinking about watching those, I definitely start to feel a little emotional. Like I get goosebumps and stuff, just having them come back together and play like that and everything in the world was happening. It was just, it was so incredible. It really was. That show is also available on Nugs if you haven't given it a spin. Of course, we got to mention Lively, formerly Live Lesson Masters. They launched pretty quickly after everything happened, put together by Mark Brownstein of the Disco Biscuits and Alicia Carlin of AEG Presents. They have given this amazing opportunity to artists to give lessons and do private shows and hang with fans and still be able to bring in some kind of income during this time and giving fans the opportunity of a lifetime during this, you know, obviously giving the fans some light right now and getting to spend time with their favorite artists. I've spoken about the incredible opportunity to do two private shows with Jake for my birthday and Halloween, and you can hear about those in episode 113 and 130. Also, the hangs I've done with Stasic, Bayless, and Joel. I just can't say enough awesome things about them and what they've done for artists and creatives and fans during this time. They have so many things now, so check them out if you haven't. You'll find a link in the show notes for that as well. Episode 113 would also feature a recap of the Day in the Dock short documentary from Jake released on July 16th. We were treated to watching Jake work his magic at Boondock as he worked on a couple of different tunes. That was a very awesome thing to watch as well. Hopefully you were able to check that out when they released that. And of course, there was Hall of Fame 2019 this year, one of the hardest years ever to have to vote for, I thought. The band was on absolute fire in 2019. Episode 114, I go into more detail about what I finally voted for and share a list of my choices for you to check out. 2019 Hall of Fame has been officially released and can be streamed for your listening pleasure on Spotify, Apple Music, Nugs, etc. And it is also available for pre-order on their website. It will be shipped in 2021 And you can also find links for all that in the show notes, too. Jake would pay a visit to Bayless' house on August 13th for an evening of tunes, covers, and banter. That is available to listen on Nugs. Definitely do that because that was such an awesome night. Episode 116 is where you'll find a full recap of that evening. The band came back together again with Wrapped in the Round on September 2nd and 3rd. Third, playing at a warehouse in Bensonville, Illinois, before the first show the band played in front of an audience in six months. 
on September 5th and 6th at SeatGeek Stadium in Bridgeview, Illinois. That would be the first time the band did the drive-in style shows. Check out episode 118 and 122 for more on that. Then a few weeks later, the last full band show of the year, October 9th and 10th, drive-in at the Speedway in Atlanta, Georgia. Night two of that weekend would be the most rain the band ever played in, and episode 128 will fill you in on everything that went down that weekend, including some insight from band and crew on what it was like dealing with the rain. Those drive-in shows can also be found on Nugs for your re-listening pleasure. Brendan and Jake would play together again this year and debut Shitty Limo on October 16th, 2020 at Boomer Stadium in Schaumburg, Illinois. Check out episode 128 for more on that. And most recently, the 2020 version of the Brendan and Jake Holiday Show, December 12th, having to change plans last minute with each of them doing their own hour-long set As I mentioned, last week's episode 131 will give you the full scoop on that because there is not a rewatch or re-listen option for that evening. There is a YouTube video of a song from each of their performances, and if you missed it, there is a link in the show notes if you wanted to check those out. Jake does Glory And then Brendan does Remind Me into Christmas Song by Dave Matthews. And those are just both awesome versions. So definitely check those videos out if you haven't. So now on to the incredible conversations I had with my guests this year. And looking back, I was just blown away by remembering all the people that I had the pleasure of meeting and talking to this year. There were 27, 28 episodes with interviews or something like that. It's just absolutely incredible to me that I had the opportunity to sit down with so many amazing people. In case you missed any of these, you can check out video from most of them on the show's YouTube page or the audio for all of them by following the links in the show notes. The YouTube page was something that people had asked me about and I honestly didn't see myself doing But after everything changed in March and I started to have more conversations than recaps, I figured, why not? Michael Palmisano, you may know him as the guitar gay guy who does the reaction videos, was actually my first video interview, and I can thank him for giving me the final push to start the channel. And if you haven't, make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss any of the new conversations that drop starting January 12th. But here is a list of all the folks I had the pleasure of chatting with and the episodes where they can be heard. And like I said, links for all of this is in the show notes. So if you want to go back and re-listen or listen to something for the first time, you can check it out. The year would start with my conversation with Steve Crojo, drummer for Alibaba's Tahini, episode 83. We chatted about, among other things, the band's new album, Bottom Feeders. I chatted with Rob Turner from the Inside Out with Turner and Seth podcast about the Asheville Run, episode 94. 
Justin Powell, keyboardist for Alibaba's Tahiti, episode 95. I sat down with Justin when I was in Asheville for the shows back in February. We talked about Alibaba's new album, Bottom Feeders, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Michael Palmazano, as I mentioned, the Guitar Gate guy, episode 99. Brendan Devane, writer, director, and producer for the Canyonlands film, episode 100. Benji Rosenswag from Much Obliged Sober Fans Group, episode 101. 12-year-old guitar player Ian Mainhart, episode 102. Kevin Castles, episode 103. Mindy Lutch, episode 104. Sam Sutton, episode 105. Carl Engelman, bass player for Alibaba's Tahini, episode 106. The guys in progressive funk rock band Mosey Beat, episode 107. Boondock studio manager Jim Leap, who also took us on a tour of Boondock's studio in episode 108. Definitely check that out because it is so rad that he gave us a tour. New Humphreys McGee lighting director Ben Factor, episode 109. That was his second interview ever. Mark Sultan from the band Fuchs, episode 110. Guitarist Joey Dougherty, episode 111. Josh from Umfreaks Anonymous, episode 112. Brendan Bayless, episode 115. Leah Walford from the Mulche Obliged music blog, and we talk about the release of Conduit E! Magazine in episode 117. Annie Bayless and Mary Welch Fox Stasic, and we chat about the 100-day challenge in episode 119. Ryan Stasic chatting about drive-in show experience, episode 120. Umphreys McGee manager Kevin Browning, episode 121. I had some more conversations about the drive-in show experience with Cordell and Tammy and Sam Sutton, episode 122. Grady Doyle talking about Umph Love on episode 124. A rare interview with Andy Farag, episode 125. That was such a great conversation. Really make sure you give that one a listen if you haven't. A chat with show audio engineer Eric Frucci, episode 127, and guitarist and lead vocalist from Of Clocks and Clouds, Joe Salgo, episode 129. Wow. (laughs) Even reading that, like I wrote that whole thing out and I know how many interviews that I did during the year, but... Even reading that list again, it's just, wow, just incredible. Lots and lots of really great conversations to listen to. So make sure you check those out if you haven't. Thank you so much to everyone that was a guest on the show this year. It was really, really, really a pleasure to talk with you and meet some of you for the very first time and hear your stories and learn about your umph love and learn more about you. This is one of my favorite parts of doing the show, having the opportunity to talk with all you amazing people that make up this incredible community. So thank you to everyone that took the time to sit down and chat with me. It was awesome. It was such a pleasure. 
and I'm very grateful. So thank you. And finally, we have to mention the launch of Conduit E! Magazine. I'm sure you heard about Conduit by now, but if not, it's a monthly magazine created by Leah Wolford and myself, all about Umphreys and the community. Launched at the end of September, there's an advice feature new coming in 2021 with Mindy Lutch, the Umphreak of the Month spotlight feature, all the news that's happened you know, the month previous with the band and a ton more in every issue. It's just really incredible the response we've already gotten and we're already looking to have the magazine printed and mailed to your doorsteps in 2021. I'm so excited for that and thank you for everyone who has donated to help make that dream a reality. You guys are just incredible. Like, This community is just incredible. I can't say it enough. To everyone who has been a support of the podcast, from being a guest to sharing posts and liking things on social media, listening, telling your friends and folks about episodes, helping me to create things, buying and wearing your merch out and about, and just anything else. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I never thought that I would receive all of the support and love I have from this incredible community. I am so grateful every day that I get to do this show and that I get to be a part of this community with all of you amazing people and all the people that I've met that I consider family. I'm just incredibly grateful for all of it. So thank you so, so much. And thank you to everyone who has supported and subscribed to Conduit. I'm also blown away at how this idea that Leah and I casually chatted about over the summer has manifested so quickly and that we have almost 200 subscribers already and we're only on issue four. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I'm just, I can't even say it enough how blown away I am by you guys and this community. I just really grateful from the bottom of my heart. I'm so excited for what 2021 has in store for the podcast and the magazine and to announce all sorts of really, really, really rad things to the listeners and the readers. And as a special thank you to all of the listeners, I'll be offering 20% off from December 29th, the day that this episode airs, until next Tuesday, January 5th, 2021, in the show's Etsy store. So if you haven't grabbed yourself some DATC swag, head over there and grab yourself something and get 20% off as my thank you. So that's everything I have for this week of the show. As I mentioned, there is a shit ton of links in the show notes for all the things that went down in 2020, so enjoy going back and remembering the highlights of the year. And if you've done that, then there's so much from 2019 and 2018 to dive into, so do that if you'd like. Some great, great conversations even from the very beginning Um, If you can get past my podcast noobness, (laughs) I was just learning as I go there. Still am. Um, But check out some of those really great archived uh, 
episodes as well. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me this week and every week and for being so awesome and supportive. I love you all so much. Hopefully, we'll be able to see some live music and hug each other in 2021. Fingers crossed. Got my fingers crossed. Hopefully, let's do this. Next week will be a re-air of my chat with Brendan Bayless. And new episodes will be back Tuesday, January 12th. Happy holidays and happy new year to everyone. I'll see you around these parts in two weeks. Mad love.